This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good morning and thank you for joining us for the program this morning. My name is Mike Flick. I'm the pastor of Bible Baptist Church in Potchefstroom. I'd like to preach to you this morning from John chapter 3, a very well-known passage. In verse number 1, it says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except... God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now this is the first time in the Bible that the concept of being born again is introduced. Now I want you to see here that Jesus is talking to a ruler of the Jews. Nicodemus is an older man. In verse number 10, he's called a master of Israel. So he's one of the religious uh, teachers, one of the leaders in their community. And this man had no idea what it meant to be born again. And you know the same thing is true today. There are a lot of people that are religious people. Perhaps they've been involved in religion, organized religion their entire life, much like I'm sure Nicodemus was. And yet the idea of being born again is still a strange and foreign concept to them. You can see in this passage that Nicodemus comes in the night to ask his questions. Uh, He had come to learn a little bit more. And would to God that we had some older folks that would be humble enough and and eager enough to seek the Lord out and to say, Listen, I've been involved in religion my whole life. I'm a teacher myself, but I, I really don't know what to do with you. I, I believe that you are something special. I, I have no doubts that uh, you're a man of God. But, but Jesus, I'm not quite sure that I have the right relationship with you. Would to God we had more older folks that would be willing to admit such a thing. Nicodemus is an older man. He's a religious man. But listen, he's not... A born again man. Jesus comes right to the point with him. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Friend, listen, you have to be born again. You ha- if you want to see the kingdom of God, you must be born again. Nicodemus, upon hearing this in verse number 4, he says unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Well, let's acknowledge here that Nicodemus has a legitimate question. I mean, this is the first time that the concept of being born again is being introduced. And naturally, one would think that being born again has to do with being physically born again. So I don't fault Nicodemus for asking this question. But when Jesus is talking about being born again, He's not talking about receiving a new physical life. That would be reincarnation, and Jesus is not teaching that. When Jesus says you must be born again, to be born again means to receive a new life. Not necessarily a new physical life, but a new life. What does it mean to be born Well, to be born means to receive life. 
And, and let's be very clear about this. When you receive life, physical life, someone else gives you that life. Someone else does all the work. Someone else suffers the pain. Life is given to you freely. Life is given to you as a gift. That's how life works. So to be born means to receive life. So what would it then mean to be born again? To receive a new life. To receive life again. Not another physical life, but a different kind of life. A much deeper, a more intimate, a more meaningful kind of life. Jesus will go on to explain in verse 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Oh, many a time a mistake has been made in verse number 5. People read that phrase, except a man be born of water, and immediately their mind goes to baptism. And again, I understand the connection because oftentimes when we see water used in a religious uh, setting, it is connected to baptism. I understand why people would make this particular mistake, but, but friend, it is a mistake to think that the word water is synonymous with baptism. When Jesus says that a man, he has to be born of water, this has nothing to do with the waters of baptism. There's nothing about baptism in this context whatsoever. Jesus is acknowledging what Nicodemus has just said. Nicodemus has just spoken about being uh, born from his mother's womb. Well, when a, a mother is giving birth, her water breaks. So this this water birth, this being born of water, has to do with your physical life. So this uh, born of water has to do with you physically receiving life. It has to do with your first birth, your physical birth. And, and Jesus is saying if you want to see the kingdom of God, it's not enough to only be born of water, to only come from your mother's womb, you also need a different kind of birth, and that is to be born of the Spirit. So you need a physical birth, and you need a spiritual birth. Now if you have any doubts as to that interpretation, all we need to do is read the next verse. The Bible will interpret itself. Jesus clarified His statement. In verse 5, you've got to be born of water and of the Spirit. Jesus, what did you mean by that? Verse 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. Alright, so the first birth, you're born of the flesh. That's your mother's, coming from your mother's womb. That's born of water. But then your spirit, which is dead in sins, it is disconnected from God, that part of you needs to be born again. And that happens by the Spirit of God. That doesn't happen by the municipal water system. Oh, good grief, there's no way that the municipal water system or the water of a borehole could possibly give you spiritual, eternal, abundant life. The Bible says in verse number 7, Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. It is a requirement. Jesus said you must. This is not, well, your religion, there's a born again thing, and in my religion we don't have that. There's a Jesus thing. 
Jesus says, if you want to come into the kingdom, ye must be born again. In verse 8, the wind bloweth where it listeth. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Jesus then uses an illustration about the wind to help us understand how the Holy Spirit works and brings about the new birth. You understand that we cannot control the wind. We don't tell the wind when to blow. But when the wind is blowing, I'll tell you this, it's much easier to go with the wind than to go against the wind. Right? If, if you're trying to move, it's easier to move with the wind than against the wind. The idea is this, when the wind blows, you need to react properly to the wind. And when the wind begins to carry you in this direction, you need to move along with the wind. When the Holy Spirit shows up and shows you that you are dead in sin, shows you that you have been separated from God by your sin, and shows you that you are lost in sin, then friend, you need to move with that. You need, to, you need to yield to that and accept that truth. This is part of how the Holy Spirit works. He reproves the world of sin, of righteousness and judgment. He shows us our need that we are lost and undone without God and His Son. You know what the Holy Spirit will do next? The Holy Spirit will show up and He will begin to move that rushing mighty wind. He'll begin to rush over your soul and show you and point you towards the cross. And say, yes, you're a lost sinner. You're dead in your sin. You're separated from God. But Jesus Christ took your sins. Jesus Christ laid down His life. Jesus Christ became the sacrifice for your sin. And because Jesus has suffered for your sins, His soul was made an offering for your sins. Now the wrath of God has been satisfied. God can completely forgive you and you can be reconciled to God. You no longer have to be separated. You can be joined to the Lord. You can have eternal life. Jesus Christ has made that possible. You say, how do you come to learn that? The Holy Spirit has to show that to you. Now the Holy Spirit might use a preacher. He might use a gospel tract. Perhaps you can read that for yourself in the Bible. But it is the work of the Spirit to show you that. Nicodemus had questions. He was confused. How can these things be? He said in verse number 9. Jesus goes on to explain to him, As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. Friend, it is your responsibility to believe what has been revealed. The wind has blown your direction, and now it is your choice to either go against the wind or with the wind. Don't forget what Jesus said in John chapter 3 and verse 7. Ye must be born again. If you'd like more information on how to be born again, please reach out to us. You can find our details at our website, bbcpotch.com. You're also welcome to follow our YouTube channel, Bible Baptist Potch. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.